Clearshore presents Mapping the Unknown, the 10 Steps to Map Any Industry by Steve Blank, September 20th, 2022 at steveblank.com. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, Laozi. I just had lunch with Shen Wei, one of my ex-students, who had just taken a job in a mid-sized consulting firm. After a bit of catching up, I offered he was looking a bit lost. I just got handed a project to help our firm enter a new industry, semiconductors. They want me to map out the space so we can figure out where we can add value. When I asked what they already knew about it, they tossed me a tall stack of industry and stock analyst reports, company names, websites, blogs. I started reading through a bunch of it, and I'm drowning in data, but I don't know where to start. I feel like I don't know a thing. I told Sean Wei I was happy for him because he had just been handed an awesome learning opportunity. How to rapidly understand and then map any new market. He gave me an easy-for-you-to-say look, but before he could object, I handed him a pen and a napkin and asked him to write down the names of companies and concepts he read about that have anything to do with the semiconductor business in 30 seconds. He quickly came up with a list of nine names and terms. Great. Now we have a start. Now give me a few words that describe what they do or mean or what you don't know about them. The key here is don't let the enormity of unknowns frighten you. Start with what you do know. After a few minutes, he came up with a napkin sketch. Now we had some progress. I pointed out he now had a starter list that not only contained companies, but the beginnings of a map of the relationships between those companies. And while he had a few facts, others were hypotheses and concepts, and he had a ton of unanswered questions. We spent the next 20 minutes deconstructing that sketch and mapping out the second pass list as a diagram. As you keep reading more materials, you'll have more questions than facts. Your goal is to first turn the questions into testable hypotheses, that is, guesses. Then see if you can find data that turns the hypotheses into facts. For a while, the questions will start accumulating faster than the facts. That's okay. Note that even with just the sparse set of information Sean Wei had, a relationship diagram of the semiconductor industry was beginning to emerge. Drawing a diagram of the relationships of companies in an industry can help you deeply understand how the industry works and who the key players are. Start building one immediately. As you find you can't fill in the relationships, the gaps outlining what you need to learn will become immediately visible. As the information fog was beginning to lift, I could see Sean Wei's confidence returning. I pointed out that he had a real advantage that his assignment was a known industry with lots of available information. He quickly realized that he could keep adding information to the third mapping pass as he read through the reports and the websites. By the way, Google and Google Scholar are your best friends. As you discover new information, increase your search terms. My suggestion was to use the diagram in the third mapping pass as the beginning of a wall chart, either physically or virtually if he kept it all in his head. And every time he learned more about the industry, to update the relationship diagram of the industry and its segments. When he pointed out that there were existing diagrams of the semiconductor industry he could copy, I suggested that he ignore them. The goal was for him to understand the industry well enough that he could draw his own map, ab inito, from the beginning, and if he did so, he might create a much better one. When lunch was over, Sean Wei asked if I was okay if he checked in with me as he learned new things, and I agreed. 
What he didn't know was that this was only the first step in a 10-step industry mapping process. Over the next few weeks, Sean Wei shared what he had learned and sent me his increasingly refined and updated industry relationship map. In exchange, I shared with him the news that he was on step one of a 10-step industry mapping program. Over the next few weeks, he quickly built on the industry map to answer questions 2 through 10, which we'll talk about in a moment. Two weeks later, he handed his leadership an industry report that covered the 10 steps and contained a sophisticated industry diagram he created from scratch, a far cry from his original napkin sketch. Six months later, his work on this project convinced his company that there was a large opportunity in the semiconductor space, and they started a new practice with him in it. His work won him the Best New Employee Award. Start by continuously refining your understanding of the industry by diagramming it. List all the new words you encounter and create a glossary in your own words. Start collecting the best sources of information you've read. So the 10 steps can be broken down into three major categories. The first category is basic industry understanding. One, diagram the industry and its segments. Start with anything. Build your learning by successive iteration. Who are the key suppliers to each segment? And how does this industry feed into the larger economy? Two, create a glossary of industry unique terms. Can you explain them to others? Are there analogies to other markets? Three, who are the industry experts in each segment? Or for the entire industry, who are the economic experts? For example, industry analysts, universities, think tanks. What about the technology experts like universities and think tanks? And are there geographic experts? And four, key conferences, blogs, websites, etc. What are the best open source data feeds? What are the best paid resources? Overlay your numbers, dollars, market share, compound annual growth rate on all parts of the industry diagram. That will inform velocity and direction of the market. The next category is detailed industry understanding. Five, who are the market leaders, new entrants, in revenue, market share, and growth rate? In the U.S., Western countries, China? Six, understand the technology flows. Who builds on top of whom? Who is critical versus who can be substituted? Seven, understand the economic flows. Who buys from whom in this industry? Who buys the output from this industry? How cyclical is demand? What are the demand drivers? How do companies inside each segment get funded? Are there any differences in capital requirements? ease of starting, etc. And eight, if applicable, understand the personnel flow for each segment. Do people move just between their segments or up and down through the entire industry? And where do they get trained? The beginner's forecasting method is to simply extrapolate current growth rates forward. But in today's technology markets, discontinuities are coming fast and furious. Are there other technologies from adjacent markets that will impact this one? For example, AI, quantum, high-performance computing? Are there other global or national economic initiatives that could change the shape of this market? And the final category, forecasting. Nine, what's changed in the last 10 years? Five years. Diagram the past incarnations of the industry. And 10, what's going to change in the next five years? Are there any big insights on disruption? Foreseeable new entrants, new technology, new foreign suppliers. 
diagram your model of the industry in five years. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.